Welcome to Not Just a Game podcast. I'm Catherine Flick, an ethicist of technology and video games, particularly, which is why I'm doing this podcast. At De Montfort University. Oh, yeah, that's and right. <laughs> in, in the Centre for Computing and Social Responsibility. Along with me, Dr. Tia Folligill, I'm a research fellow on the Human Brain Project. I spent a long time as an archaeological scientist, and now I work in data governance and data ethics, but also when I can... In video games, because I like and them. and she's she's very good at finishing my sentences properly because I messed stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. All right, we're all right. We're going to do an episode this week um, on big O opinions. Yes, big opinions. Big o- opinions. So so there's been a bit of a trend of talking about what your unpopular mm. opinions are, what your hills to die on, and then being like, "Don't at me." Yeah, don't at me. Mm. <laughs> well, you can totally at us. You know, we're on Twitter. I'm at, mm. at Catherine Flick. Uh, I don't know if you want to give your Twitter handle I'm, out. <laughs> I'm, I am at Fothergill Tear. Yes. But I'm not, like, the quickest responder, so, you know. Oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> if you really want to add us quickly, though, you can, you know, subscribe to our Patreon. And Absolutely. then you can add us as much as you like. Um, anyway, uh, sales pitch over. But we're talking about unpopular opinions. So I've got... An unpopular opinion about video games. Okay, so everyone's... You go first. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to go first because this is a really (laughs) unpopular one. Microtransactions. Oh, yeah. I think they're not inherently bad. And then we we had a we had uh, Erica talking about microtransactions with us a while back. That's right. We did a, um, one of the Ethicomp episodes. Yeah, one of the Ethicomp mm. episodes. But actually, I I think that they're not all bad. Like this is a this is a very uh, probably a very unpopular opinion because everyone's like, oh, why should I have to pay for a game, right? Right. But also, oh, they fuel addiction and they do all these bad things and they leave cat fur on the sofa. Yeah, especially the cat fur. I hate hate it when my microtransaction attachment for vacuum cleaner. But yeah, but I play Pokemon Go and I'm quite happy to buy some coins occasionally mm. because A, I have some money that I can discretionarily spend on mm-hmm. things and B, sometimes I want to buy some incubators. <laughs> yes. And I mean, you can get them in the game by doing things like leveling up or at special events or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's not like you're locked out of getting them, generally right. speaking. Right. So in that particular game, I've never done that. And there have been very few times when I just couldn't buy an extra incubator if I really wanted to get through some eggs, let's face it. Yeah, because you can use your coins sure. that you get from occupying gyms and that, mm. right? So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm quite happy to pay them, you know, because they put a lot of effort into this game. Yep. And I'm, I'm happy to support that since, sure. I, since I am able to. Mm. And I feel like I sort of, in turn, subsidize it perhaps in some way to for, for those who can't afford to do that or right, don't like, want to. or Like myself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or, you know, or have other things they would rather spend yeah. their money on. Yes. But what I really don't like about Pokemon Go microtransactions... Oh, no. If you buy 100 poker coins, it's mm. 79p. If you buy 1,000 poker coins, it's 9.99. What? I know. I think Why it's 12, actually it's 1,200. Do no. Even anyway, even if it is 1,200, but it's not what you would expect. It's 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 you spend more on the larger on the larger denomination. No, that doesn't make sense at all. Exactly. So I have to sit there and I have to go bloop 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 bloop. <sighs> For every, you know, and then I get about a million i uh, Apple oh. iTunes store like receipts. notifications. Oh, yeah, lovely. and and you have to do the click and the face ID. Oh. Oh. Anyway, that's terrible. Yeah, it's really annoying. So that's my one of my unpopular opinions. Microtransactions, not all bad. Happy to support things, but do them right, you jerks. So um, yeah, I I have to say um, my. Uh, in terms of doing it right, like I, I do have now is not the time for a fulsome critique of the Elder Scrolls crate system or whatever. But I will say that um, it is the microtransaction thing is basically the way that my mother gives me gifts. Yeah. In real life, like my actual mother who brought me into this world and endured much pain and suffering from having me as a daughter. But that's how she like that is where we spend time together and she, you know, mm. spends real life money on the stuff. And then I get a great amount of actual real life happiness and peace from quietly arranging a pretend garden in a pretend space. It, it's extremely soothing for me. Or and also in Guild Wars where we went and we had our, uh, what was Edge Ladies. Edge Ladies. We had a clan, a guild called... Fancy clothes. Yeah, we had a guild called Edge Ladies. Yeah, and we, we should do that again when we're not so mad at... <laughs> 
ArenaNet. <laughs> yeah. I'm still mad at them. I'm still mad at ArenaNet too. That's probably an unpopular opinion. No, maybe not. We so are much. still mad at ArenaNet. At ArenaNet, sort his shit well, out. We can add us to a very long <laughs> list that's already been established, I'm sure. All right. Have you got an unpopular opinion too? Okay. So do you know what? Probably my most unpopular opinion is going to be that it's actually fine for games to be political. Like all what? The, yeah. Okay. So all the, I'm kind of tired of seeing, you know, these exchanges, especially on social media, where people are just like, games shouldn't be political. They should just be fun for everybody. It's like, well, okay. More about this later, I'm sure. But the same game is not going to be equally fun for every person. It's not going to be equally easy for every person or equally accessible, or whatever. And I think that especially since games are, video games are inheriting a legacy from, let's face it, art history. Mm. Um, and, you know, people like us are sometimes working in ways that are more like people doing reception studies, then let them be political. Let them make a statement, right? I mean, the whole of Somerset in uh, Elder Scrolls, this expansion, is pretty much about Brexit, as far as I can tell. Um, <laughs> and more power to them. But and so you, that's the whole grand narrative, like, oh, we don't want, you know, outsiders shouldn't be here. And, you know, it, it, it talks about the exclusion of, of people um, that are quite like the Windrush generation, right? They've been here for quite some time. And, you know, all of a sudden people are treating them like foreigners because of this current, you know, upswell in, in negativity. There's some very interesting stuff in there about that, but there are also um, sort of smaller narratives in in there about inclusion um, that seem to me to, to pretty much, um, I can't remember the name of the quest line, but there's one that's definitely about trans people. Mm. Um, so far as, you know, I, I mean, that was my sort of very flat interpretation of it and uh, you know their their value and, and and their you know their their acceptance and importance and all these things and I thought well, that is that's great you know mm. and you know yeah I mean I my politics are obviously in line with that but not everybody's might be so I don't think this is going to be in a popular opinion necessarily <laughs> but I think it's I think it's okay to do it and when I have played games that have presented perspectives that I've disagreed with. Um, there were a number of choices, for example, in Star Wars The Old Republic that I was like, that's not evil, they're doing the right thing. Then that, you know, affects how I feel about playing the game and paying money for it and thus, you know. Mm. I mean, I, I think I, I, I totally agree. I think that games definitely need to be political. Well, they don't need to be, but they can be political. Yeah. And often when they are, it makes it more easy to relate to as well because mm. you can apply what's happening in the game kind of to your own life mm. when you can reflect on your own life through experiencing things in the game, right? Mm. And in fact, one of the things that games are great for is to try something out from a perspective perhaps that you wouldn't normally take, right? Yes. And and it allows you to role play like that, mm. right? And so you can pretend to be whoever you like in oh, certain yeah. sorts of games. Yeah. and. Actually, that's really a, a really powerful thing to be able to do. And mm. actually, one of the, I think one of the really interesting political games that did that really well was Rust when it first came oh, out, yeah. and it forced yeah. it forced people to be to be black, and yeah. um, a whole bunch of white supremacist jerks really right. didn't like that. No. Um, but it allowed them for a very small period of time, perhaps experience a tiny fragment of what it yes. might be like. Right. To actually be of colour yes. in the real world, yes. right? And I think that that's such that can be a really powerful experience. And mm. I mean, for them, you know, a shocking sort of experience. But I, you know, sure. it's a little bit like that is more powerful, I think, than what or something like you know ESO does, which is kind of you you get a different response depending upon what race you're playing. And if you're playing a so-called beast race like an Argonian or a Khajiit, um, or even an orc, you might get a much more negative reaction. Or you'll <clears throat> you'll talk to an in-game vendor and they don't care who you are, but they say a racist thing. Yeah. And you're just like, oh what? Um I'm 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 not like that. I'm I'm nice. Uh or, or you know, I'm not a thief or whatever. And that's that's a tiny bit, but actually making it like a, you're going to play a black person and you're going to have this experience, that's quite Yeah. Another game that did powerful. that uh, was <clears throat> always sometimes Monsters, but they only did it in their demo, which actually mm. really made, made me sad because I played the demo at PAX one. Oh, it was a long time ago now, several mm. years ago now. 
Um, and I had a chat with the developer about it. So, you know, shout out if you're listening. Ha! Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I really love the fact that in the demo, it randomized your, your gender, like, yeah. your appearance, your um, sexuality, mm. um, and something else that I've forgotten. Anyway, but they the, they were the main things. Hmm. But then the world around you reacted to that. So if you yeah. were gay in this particular work environment, your boss was really homophobic, homophobic. Mm. and would say stuff to you uh, about that, and you would have to kind of deal with that. Yeah. But then if you played and you weren't gay, like he'd sort of say similar, just similar enough things, but like about I think another character Somebody or else. something. Yeah. yeah. And it would be like a hurt, 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 you're in on the joke kind of deal, right? And then you'd have to respond to that. Yeah. So a little bit like in real life where, you know, if you're not of that group, yeah. people think that that means that you don't like that <laughs> If you group. don't hold that identity. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it was a really nice thing to do. But then in the actual game, when I picked it up, um, you could actually choose all those things. So <laughs> it was seemed a little bit... I, I like I like choice. Well, at least, like, uh, do you want to play a random... No, I, I don't think... Giving a choice is bad in this situation because... It, think... No, I think so, yeah. Because I think one of the things that's really good no, about no, no. that is I... forcing you out of choosing your... Like, because I, I, I almost always create myself in these games. Sure. I would never really... To be honest, like, if I just... If I were to pick up a game uh-huh. and I were to create a character from scratch, mm-hmm. if I knew nothing about the game beforehand, mm-hmm. I'd probably just make a... a clone of myself right i wouldn't Mm. push boundaries and say oh yes Mm. i'm now lesbian or something like that right just i wouldn't do that whereas some of us might use those arenas for experimentation yeah that's Um, possible right but But i think actually forcing people out of yes that comfort zone is good i just wonder if it wouldn't be interesting and, and i'm thinking like research purposes here okay it's like let's say that you give people a choice between having having the game decide these facets of your identity mm-hmm. and choosing them for yourself. And if you let the game choose, there's some kind of incentive. Yeah, possibly. When you don't have a choice about any of the bits, I do think that that's really much more interesting. But yeah. I, 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 see, what you're t- I see what you're getting at because being able to choose your identity in games is actually also really important, right? Yes. Particularly for marginalised groups. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think actually, if we're talking about research projects. So if anyone wants Ooh, to join us on this, sure. If anyone wants to develop a game for us that we can experiment <coughs> with this, see, um, see how how like we do a, a test to an experiment to see um, how people respond to having those identities sure. forced upon them mm. versus those who pick their own identities. Yes. And see what it is that they find uncomfortable yeah, or challenging. Yeah. What is challenging? Or why do they pick those particular things? Yeah. So anyway, if, you, if you're out right. there and you're interested, let us know. Well, you think that's an interesting idea? <laughs> but I think you're absolutely right. P- games, um, sh- games should be able to be political. Yeah. There's no such thing as an... A- like, I think it's something like Tetris or whatever is going to be apolitical. Yeah. But even that's got like a whole Russian overtone to it. So. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean... There are it's sort of very, send-ups in all of these, it's even very basic. Yeah, games. it's very, very difficult to have an apolitical game. So do you have any more unpopular opinions? Yeah, I do. Um, You're like, this, I've got all. I have all of the big opinions. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, my 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 opinion is mobile gaming is actually gaming. Like so, you hear? Oh yeah, this is another one of these things, isn't it? Yeah, so this is all about basically pushing people out of what out of the the the, the club, the games, mm-hmm. the game, the the real gamers club, right? Mm-hmm. This is the. This is the, the no the no true Scotsman fallacy, but the games oh, sure. version. So mobile gaming isn't gaming because it's not PC or a console or yeah. whatever. But the thing is, things like the Switch and that, and uh, even like the um, PSP and the Vita and all that have kind of really um, moved that move those things closer together. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, mobile gaming is mobile gaming has existed since the Game Boy, <laughs> or even before yeah. then, Game yeah. and Watch. Yeah. Um, even then, before then, the little those little like. Did you ever have those ones with the water? Oh yeah, exactly. And you had to like had the little bubble. You had to have the yeah. bu- had to have the little bubble yes, thing. Yes, and there are yeah. some that you can like make discs move. Or, yeah, yeah. Or like little hoops go around, little spikes. Yeah. Things. So even those really, I mean, that, that's mobile gaming. I mean, yeah. uh, Game Boys are mobile gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, t- you can totally at me. Um, <laughs> you can. Yes. But, but basically, there's this there's this big argument that says uh, mobile games don't don't count as games 
And it seems to mostly have a slightly sexist agenda because the majority of women who play games tend to play mobile games. Yes. But um, it's in so that they're, they're basically just trying to push women out particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's really, really problematic. It's. Um, I agree with you completely. Uh, however, I might add, I used to work in, in North Africa and everybody has a mobile phone. Nobody has a computer. Mm. Nobody has a gaming console. So you're right that it's sexist because there is this, you know, there seems to be this trend where girls and women will get into gaming through, you know, playing Candy Crush or whatever. But it also excludes a lot of other people Mm. um, who are marginalised in other senses uh, because that might be the only platform that they have access to. So it's it's a wider form of exclusion... um, and and I, I I find it pretty despicable. Yeah. I mean it really is a kind <coughs> of, you know, PC master race bullshit thing that oh, absolutely. I find quite despicable. Mm. So suck at PC Master Race, basically. We'll be here all week. <laughs> you know what though, actually I I would have I, I used to talk about PC Master Race because I hated consoles. Oh. But then when I found out it actually also encompassed kind of like mobile gaming, that was when I was like, Yeah No Problematic. Nope. 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 <laughs> All right. What about you? Have you got another unpopular opinion? Um, okay. So PVP is not fun. <laughs> I mean, okay. Let me rephrase Is that just that. because you're Let a girl, Tia? No, it's because I'm shit at life. Uh, no. And here's the, here is the thing. I don't... It, it doesn't work very well for my perspective on life and on games generally so if you ask someone who plays board games with me how I play board games I very rarely play to win I play to mess with whoever I think is being a jerk she totally does (laughs) I almost never play to win and I I will support people who are kind of being sportsmanlike or or, I hate the phrase sportsmanlike being sporting there we go sporting I will support kind of sporting endeavours and trade with them or whatever in cooperative games. If, if somebody's running around being a turd, then I'm not going to take it. And and I that's it. Uh, and I don't, like, I just don't enjoy the idea of, of kind of, oh, well, my particular sector or fleet or army or whatever. My, you know, no, we're not superior. Like, we're just a load of the same kinds of people as the other people. So why are we any better than them, whether we're, you know, black, white, lemon, lime, bitters, <laughs> bitters, mmm, <laughs> gin! Um, yeah. Yes, at this I, point, we're just going to disintegrate and become Father Jack. But um, we won't. No. I think I think you're absolutely right in terms of PvP not being fun. However, I don't think it's fun for different reasons. <laughs> I just hate playing against like so, all right so the pvp games that i tend to play are things like overwatch right where yes. you have to play with a group of people against another group of people oh yeah yeah and what i really really hate is the fact that um the group of people that you often play with are a bunch of jerks and like you know and 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 yes. they get mad if you're not that good at the game and like or if pub- you're not as big a jerk as they are or if you're not as big a jerk as they are or if you're a woman which just oh, seems yeah, to be a yeah, thing um <laughs> but i mean and 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 the worst thing is is that that tends to be a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy right because mm-hmm. they say things like oh you're you suck or yes. you know get well, good have- or whatever it is and then and or you you know <sighs> Okay. women women suck, girls suck you're a girl you suck, therefore you suck at these you know at yeah. these games no, I had this back with and Team Fortress yeah yeah like, exactly yeah from the moment that they know you're not a bloke like but yeah. then it puts you off because yeah, and you're like well, but, uh, and, and you might have been doing okay yeah and then you're like well, and then you're like, but no, I no, and 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 then you're just so panicked, and you, you can't get actually, con- palms yeah, and, and you can't concentrate on the game. So it's really frustrating. <sighs> that's really frustrating because you do things like turn off the chat, right? So you don't talk to people, and you and still play. But then you're disadvantaged exactly. because you can't communicate with people, and therefore you can't actually help to, you know, tell them when there's someone coming up behind them or whatever, right? So that's that. That's it, and it just further. This and kind of disenfranchises as yeah. far as gameplay goes. Sure. Disenfranchises um, people who perhaps aren't as good or who want to get better but mm. but can't, or who are from a particular minority group or whatever that they've decided is not 
good enough for them or yeah. whatever. So the other PvP I sometimes play is in Destiny 2. It's mm. the, um, the like, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, there's a PvP in there. And um, I really hate it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm bad. I'm actually bad at it. Yeah. And and the fact that they make you do it to get some stuff, mm. like, so there's some things that you need, like some quest lines where you have to go and kill X number of things to get mm. the upgrade to a weapon type mm-hmm. stuff. And, oh, my God, I just, I cannot stand that. And when they, when they force you to do PvP mm. in a game that's oh. mostly cooperative, that yeah. really, really gets to me. I agree. So in uh, Elder Scrolls Online, there was this PvP event, and I spent, oh, I don't know, a ridiculous sum of money and some hours preparing myself, changing my build, <laughs> and doing all this. Great oh, story. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. And it's ridiculous because I am terrified of one on one PvP. I don't like group PvP. The only exception to that is in the Guild Wars 2 Wintertime event where I can change into a giant snowball and crush people, don't at me. So the. This whole thing takes place in Cyrodiil, which is like, you know, a a rolling disaster. You have your three different sides and everybody's fighting everybody else. And you sometimes have Zergi packs moving around and sometimes you don't. And um, what I wanted to do was go out and do a couple of the sort of PvE quests in this PvP area, which is free for all PvP pretty much. And... I really, I I prepared for this. I made myself new armor. I spent a lot of in-game money and things like that. And I was terrified the entire time. I think my heart rate was ridiculous. Um, And I got all kinds of escape potions and things like that. So I play a um, a Khajiit. And I am not a kind of in-your-face combat character. I'm more of a sort of sneakity-sneak. And the reason that I chose the sneakity-sneak was exactly so that I could avoid being, you know, crushed repeatedly by a bunch of jerks. Because this is what pvp seems to be about yeah unless i get to crush which is rare crushing is fun in fact but the I, pvp I when you're winning the... is fun well exactly <laughs> exactly but for me to be in a position where i'm winning i would need to spend more time in it and for me to spend more time in it it would actually need to be kind of fun at the beginning which it isn't so um anyway so moving on i'm um, the PvE quests take place in these little villages that are kind of contested and they can be taken over by the other sides. But they're mostly kind of in in areas that are, you know, meant to be associated with one of the factions. And I go out and I'm kind of, you know, sneaking along, doing my thing. I go out, I do my quest, and <gasps> there's a guy. Just one guy. But I can kind of see that he's quite experienced and he has kind of a very high rank in PvP and everything. And beefy I'm just McBeefface. Like, beefy McBeefface. And I'm just like, oh shit, he's going to just burn the fur right off my backside. I'm not going to be able to take this dude. And he's like in the middle of town looking really casual, having kind of like taken out part of the settlement defences and things like that. Like I don't fully understand how any of this works because I don't regularly PvP. Um, but I'm thinking, okay, the person I need to turn the quest into is still alive. They're in a building. Now, I need to get to them. And I'm going to have to go right past this dude. And if he stays here, like, surely other people are going to turn up from his side. Mm. And they're going to wreck everything. And I'm not going to be able to turn in my thing. And I don't know. So I'm like, all right. Okay. Uh, so I kind of get myself to a, a secluded area, I tab out, I make sure I have the right abilities, I get a bunch of potions loaded up so that I can kind of quickly, you know, run away um, or do whatever I want to. And um, I'm, I'm just absolutely terrified. I'm just staring at my machine going, ah, <laughs> 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 oh, do you know what? It's just a game. I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> attack this guy. I jump out of the shadows and I go for it. And you know what? What? He runs away. Nobody was expecting like <laughs> rando Khajiit from the shadows. And he's just like, Kaboom! <laughs> I know, and I was just like, <laughs> and he was just, he, he was just like, Ugh, you know, and I'm just like, and I started chasing him and I was really angry because he was so much faster than I was. Cause I don't know, he's got the, there are abilities that you can get that are from the PVP skill lines that make you sort of move faster and things. And I don't have anything. And I was just, he's just running away. And I was like, Oh, running away. I am, you know, like it was very much, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, after all that, you ran away from me. You ran away from me. 
Like, I don't know. I Like, maybe he thought I was just, like, a scout <laughs> and that I would have brought friends. Like, I wouldn't have had the, you know, uh, garnish to jump out and attack him if I were by myself because I would just, he like, He was probably you. halfway through drinking a massive, like, glass of coke or something and then he had like one hand on his controller and he was like holy shit and had to like you know just one-handed build out of there yeah i'm i mean like maybe that's what anyway he he buggered off and i turned in my quest and i was like all right good job done (laughs) but i didn't even get to kill him which was really disappointing because like i expect i fully expected him to just smash me into the ground like, I 100% expected it. But at least I would have kind of done my due diligence. And, yeah. Yeah, disappointingly, he didn't kill me and I didn't kill him. He just ran away. Yeah, bravely run away. Brave Sir Robin. Yes. That's uh, a good so, PvP story. I wish mine were most like that. Mostly when I do those sorts of PvP things, I just get wasted. It's like my only PvP story. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we talk about Oh, yeah. Um, I, I have one here. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, so this is actually a bit related to what I was saying before. So mm. those things, you know, in in, in multiplayer games mm. where they force you to team up with people. Oh, yes. So like in Destiny 2, for example, if I want to go and do some of the stuff, they force you to team up with people. Yeah. And like, so um, especially the end game things where you can't just oh, go into... that is crazy. Like so, so in Destiny Two, there are things that you do with other people, but they'll just auto match you with people, which is oh. fine, and that's okay yeah, for the most like part. Dungeon finders, and yeah, that sort of thing. That's mm-hmm. okay for the most part, unless people are jerks, um, yes. and sometimes they are, but most of the time they're not because they want to get the thing done too. And um, but then in some of these later, these like end, more end game things, mm-hmm. uh, you have to form your own teams. And yeah. so that's when things like raiding times begin. And, <sighs> you know, if you want to be able to go to do this thing, you have to be here at a certain time. And, and you're ready. just like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I, a little bit of background about me. I almost didn't finish my PhD because I was completely and utterly addicted to a online video game called Final Fantasy XI. And that was mostly because I was running a massive guild when we had uh-huh. raid times, which were started uh-huh. about 9 a.m. Australian time. And then basically would go for four or so hours. Mm. And then I'd just faff about on the game for the rest of the day until I went to bed. Right. And that's how I didn't get much of a PhD written until about a year and a half in where I was like, oh, shit, I should probably get, get moving. this sorted mm. out. And so I cold turkeyed and got it done. Um, which is impressive in itself, and I would not recommend it to anybody. No. <laughs> but no. my point being is that, like, that sort of stuff becomes a second job. And yes. it really annoys me, especially because I'm the sort of person who has this massive sense of duty to other people. Yeah. And so I, if I miss a thing, I mm-hmm. feel really bad about it, you yeah. know. Like, <laughs> I, I understand, because then you feel like you're, you're leaving people in the lurch, like you haven't done... Uh, your your moral duty, right? And, yeah, you feel yeah. like you're letting people down. I admitted to Burnt that like I'm I'm a little bit of a deontologist in this way, where I feel like I need to kind of follow this. Yeah, and, uh, social expectations, yeah. right? So I I, I I very much succumb to that. Whereas there are other people who are in that guild who would just show up occasionally. They just didn't and they would yeah crap. And if they showed up, they expected to get loot, even though they may not necessarily be next in line for loot. Mm-hmm. And so they were a bit of a jerk about it. Right. And eventually we'd kick them out. But, I mean, it, you know, it was sort of, uh, like, that was how they played, and they were okay with that. But I just, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just couldn't do that. Yeah. And and I just felt a massive sense of obligation to everybody. So, mm. not recommended. No, um, no. But, yeah, so I do not like, now that I'm older and have responsibilities and actually just like to play games by myself or with mm-hmm. my husband mm-hmm. or with, you know, friends that I actually know. Yeah. Um, I'm just not interested in this no. kind of. So make it so that I can do things with one other person, maybe yeah. two other people, mm-hmm. or like, at least, like, just make it so I can pair up with someone, yeah. i.e. my husband. <laughs> I, love, I love big, expansive online worlds, and I really would like to be able to enjoy all of the content with just one other person, mm. maybe two other people. Because I, I, I will play with my husband, I will play with my mum, or you. Like, I... It's not often that I get that a whole group of four people that Can do I want things. to play with. Because I don't have that much time to spend being in a group with a bunch of randos who, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. The other thing um, that I would really like is, um, yeah, so being a, like, what, so this is one of the things I like about Monster Hunter mm. is that you can do it with other people and it usually just means you can do it quicker. But I can't play one of those cats. No, the no, palicos. No. no, no, but in Monster Hunter, you can do pretty much all the quest stuff you can pretty much do solo. And you can do a but lot not of as a the. Cat. No. <laughs> no, you do not get to play as a cat in Monster Hunter. <laughs> Sorry. It makes me sad. Yeah, I realize this. We do get a cute cat. I made mine look like Zoe, my cat. Oh, Zoe. She's very cute. Yeah, and, and, and my husband also made his palico look like Zoe. So we have two Zoes. Twin, yeah. Twin kitties. So when we go out together, we both have Zoes. Zoes. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, but uh, yeah, Monster Hunter is nice like that because you can solo stuff. Yeah. You can solo, you can pretty much get all the way through Monster Hunter without seeing another person if you like. Sometimes there are some things that you might want to team up on because yeah. there are some quests that have short time limits mm-hmm. on them. But you don't have to do those quests. And right. to be honest with you, sometimes they get like most of the gear that you get tends to be um, like they just because they just give you parts of monsters and then you go and build your own gear from the parts. Mm-hmm. You can go get those parts doing it a different way, right? Right. So something like they they have different incentives. So they might give you more of a particular part, or they might give you um, maybe higher XP or something like that. Um, but 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 you don't need to do yeah. that. <laughs> and so you can play it quite happily by yourself. Or I, what I often do is and jump in, in SOS calls and mm. help people yes. because often um, newbies will go into a quest way too early or they don't, they're not experienced mm. enough and they just panic. And sometimes also some of the monsters are really quite scary the first time you see them yeah. and you just wipe all the time. You're like, Oh my God. And so you just need someone to kind of help you out a bit. Yeah. So I'd like to go do that, but where you're forced to, yeah, it's not, not fun. Not, not fun. Not. I agree. Any hills to die on? Um, yeah. In terms of your big O opinions. Opinions, big opinions. Yeah, best Final Fantasy game is Final Fantasy XII. Okay. Because it's like Final Fantasy XI, but mm. you can play it solo. <laughs> That's my hill to die on. You know, cool. don't even... Look, I, I'm just going to say at me for all the other stuff that I've said, but don't even at me about that one because... <laughs> Anyone who comes back and says Final Fantasy 7 or 4 or 3 or whatever number, like, mm. and anyone who reckons Final Fantasy 10 is the best game is just straight out wrong. <laughs> you, you that is the worst wrong. game. It you had are. the worst annoying cutscenes. I hated that game. It had bugs. I couldn't get through a place. Correct. <sighs> no, you're just wrong. If you like 10, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. What about you? <laughs> um, okay, so at the very top of my hills to die on is this. Lizard people. Oh, yeah. I like them. I mean, they're a neat idea. They These know, are like Elder Scrolls ones, right? Sure, but also, like, there's other games that have them. And EverQuest, there's the Ixar oh, yeah. and things like that. So they should never, ever, 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 ever have breasts. They should not have memories. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I hate the very fact that this exists, it is awful, it is an abomination, and I hate it. They should not have memories. I'm talking to you, Orgonians and Elder Scrolls Online, like you should be more like the Ixar in EQ. Whilst, and whilst I'm on that point, all cat-like, dog-like, wolf or fox-like, carnivore-ish people should be digitigrade and walk on their toes. Mm. The Char in Guild Wars 2 did it best. Okay. Even though we're still mad at you, Arena Net, we are still mad. Yeah, still mad, Arena Net. Um, but no breasts on lizards. Actually, ah! I'm thinking Final Fantasy XI had like Lamia, which were like kind of snake ladies, oh, yeah. and they were sure. all booby. Oh yes, absolutely. No, it's mm. the same exact. That yeah, could could refer to PCs, NPCs, whatever. And especially like with the Argonians, they've gone to all this trouble to give them sort of a rich and varied history, and there's even like they, in, they, in, they in go Merkmire, through the evolutionary process of growing breasts. No, like in Merkmire, <laughs> they have this thing where they talk about um, like you go through this. There's a, a a ceremony that you just hear, um, and they talk about cloacas. If you're going to talk about cloacas, then what? don't have breasts. Are you out of your ever-loving minds? No breasts. No breasts. On ever lizard, on, on lizard people, reptilian people, or, or amphibians, or snakes, or nobody. Nothing mm. like that. Yep. Fish or straight out. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Zelda games, with your weird... Booby fish ladies. Booby fish ladies. Yeah, they do have booby fish ladies. <laughs> right? What? Hello. Maybe they're like mermaids, though. Right? 
Ah, mermaids. Ah. Okay. Okay. There's a real one in the in the museum. Only in certain contexts will I accept. Well, but mermaids are supposed to be mammals. Yeah, but Aren't with they? fish tails. How does that well, work? Yeah, but you have mammals with fish tails all the time. Dolphins. Oh, yeah, good point. Whales. Well, cetaceans. But they, they don't have scales, though. Well, yeah, but no. I mean, but, okay. If it's not a mammal, it doesn't get breasts. Okay, okay. Why? All right. They're mammals. All right. Mammals, breasts. Okay. <laughs> good. Okay, I've got one more hill to okay. die on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What's this going to be? Just because a game is hard... Doesn't make it good. Oh, right. So okay. just because, right? So the whole kind of get good yeah. bullshit that yeah. people get on, right? Nah, nah, nah. Just yeah. because it's hard, like so. Monster Hunter's good, mm-hmm. but it's good not just because it's hard. Yes, it's good because it has a whole bunch of tactical stuff and it's fun and I like yeah. basically and beating up big it monsters. Sounds like there are some really interesting mechanics and the cats are cute. Yes, yes, but huh. <laughs> But you don't get to play one. Nothing. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, <laughs> but but there are some games that are just they 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 exist because they're hard, oh, and people yeah. just and people like them like... because they're hard. So oh. so for for me, it's things like platform games. Oh yeah, those are often very very difficult. Yes, and I am really bad at platform games. Yes, and I do not enjoy platform games, and nobody can tell me that I should be able to enjoy platform games because they're difficult because that's the challenge of it. No, no, fuck no. those people. No, I do like being challenged. And, you know, despite the fact that that guy ran away from me. Yeah. That was a challenge. And I was willing to kind of step up to it. Yeah. But basically, I was just relieved that it was over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the whole get good thing no, just really upsets me. No, and that's me. the thing. Like, I can imagine people being like, oh, well, you would like PvP if you were good at it. Oh, yeah. No, no. <clears throat> no. <laughs> Games do not, should not, don't have to be hard to be good. Okay? Yep. The end. That is it. Ta-da! There are lots of really good games that are not hard at all because you just click on a thing and that's what you do in the game. So yeah, no, that's that's not that. <sighs> Any other hills to die on? I don't know. I'm done. I, I have a couple of little things. Okay, a couple of little things. things. I'm good. Let's go. Uh, in-game fashion is oh, awesome. Oh yes, and I love it. And people who sit in a chat of, of, of a, a, an MMO, for example, especially uh, who go on Reddit complaining that people, you know, look ridiculous or, or whatever. Like, why do you care? What do you, why do you care? Just let them run around with eye makeup on. It makes them happy. I think these are the same people who think it has to be hard to be good. I think so. Mm. But like, honest, like, and don't take yourself so seriously. Like... Yeah, I mean, these sort of like in like little clicks that you get where it's mm. like, okay, so Final Fantasy was a classic one where there was a completely ridiculous learning curve, right? Mm. And so people felt accomplished because they managed to work out actually just how to play the game because sure. there, there were very few tutorials in it. It was yeah. just, it was, it was a really kind of, you had to pretty, I had, so, had to have someone show me how to play basically because right. <laughs> I couldn't even work out how to move. <laughs> So I mean things like that, right? But 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 then once people work that out, they're like, aha, now I'm part of the club. And it's the same thing I think with these sorts of makeup y type people. Like yeah. people who like people to are anti- Yeah, people who don't like to they're like, Well, why would you spend your money on that when you could spend your money on a giant big sword or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 And it's because they're not playing the game the same way that you are. No, and not everybody has to play a game the same way. Yeah, and maybe this just isn't for you. Mm. Maybe it's just not. Sweet pea. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, you made me think of something really quick that I that I do really love. And uh, games that involve a lot of shooting are generally not for me. I don't like the idea of guns generally. Um, however, but freedom. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we just said games should be political. Uh, so I'm not a big gun fan, but also like. Uh, I was convinced to try, and like I know nobody liked Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm not that fussed about the quality of the game or whatever, but it had a difficulty slider, and that made all the difference. I suddenly found myself trying out new guns and learning how to get myself into a position to snipe and thinking about those things that I had never had to worry about since Team Fortress, basically, a long, long time ago, Uh, because... 
by changing the difficulty. And by the time I finished the game, I had moved back to kind of a normal setting. But when I started, it was super helpful for me to have kind of the casual player setting rather than the OMG, WTF, BBQ, everything is on fire, um, mm. get good or don't play our game setting. So I, I like that and I appreciate that a lot. So thanks yeah. for that, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, I think there's 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 a certain, like, so I'm thinking of things like, um, oh, what's that really hard game that's just really hard with, for Dark Souls? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? And, like... Some people really uh, <laughs> love so that game. Yeah, but they love it because... They feel like they, they like the challenge of it. Mm. They feel accomplished when they've completed a thing that was very difficult because mm-hmm. they may maybe they. But the other thing that people do is they 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 brag about how few times it took them to to do the thing. Oh right, and that really annoys me. Sometimes you just need to keep trying. Yeah, but but like but if you say oh well that was easy like they all always say oh well that was so easy I didn't even die once and like I've sat there and died like fourteen forty times, times yeah, right? yeah and you're just like and it's a, it's a it's a way of kind of. Well, it's just a it's a bra- it's a bragging thing, and it's a bit of a way of bullying people, I think. But it does really seem yeah, like it's just a, a jerky thing, nasty to do. thing to do. Why would you bother? Who cares? Like it, it, they're <sighs> just one upping each other. But I mean, yeah, this is I think this is sort of how I've changed over time a bit, where I yeah. used to be one of those people. <laughs> so, all right, so I guess that was going to be sort of the the thing to close on. Do you? Have any of these big O opinions that have changed over time? I think that's probably one of them. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that just because a game is hard doesn't mm. make it good. Like, I mean, I'm now quite happy just to, to lower the difficulty on things, whereas mm-hmm. I would have been before. Like, I would have at least gone one wait, one above normal. Yeah. Like, so maybe not the OMG, WTF, BBQ yeah. setting, but like the, you know, so <laughs> the, the hard. Expert. Yeah, you know, like, like no, it would be yeah. like hard, right? right? So rather than very hard or yeah. whatever. Um, or nightmare, or whatever. I never did any of the like. By the, I was just happy to be on normal mode by the yeah, time so I finished. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Without going down, because yeah. of course you sit there and you die like fourteen times. And you're like, there's that setting. I could just, I could just yeah. chuck it down a notch. You know, I could just do that. No, you know, I must. Well, like for me, I um, I have some sensory issues and I have some problems with my hands and things, and so. I think maybe in a way that gives me a little bit, like, I, I will give myself license to that's good. change things. But that's so, how it should be. Yes, and that should be that way for everybody, even yeah. if you, you know, don't have an EDS or whatever. But these days, I'm more than happy to <clears> chuck <throat> it down, if, especially because, like, I don't have a lot of time to play games, and I like to finish games now. I used not to like to finish games. Well, mm. I used to not finish games, I just because I just often get bored. And yeah. Because <laughs> I died 15 times, or I'd rage quit, or whatever, right? <laughs> right. So... <laughs> So yeah, so now I actually quite like because I like I'm I'm more about the story, so I will actually yes. notch it down mm-hmm. so that I can like get through it. But mm-hmm. like so, but then when I feel like I'm more confident with the game, so say for example with The Witcher mm-hmm. three, um, actually the second time I played it through, I actually notched up the difficulty level to give mm-hmm. me a bit of extra challenge because that was actually what I was interested in because I knew I was quite competent with mechanics by that stage so yeah and that's also um why I was also felt competent at Monster Hunter because actually Mm -hmm. the controls are very similar between Mm -hmm. Witcher and like you do have to do the same sorts of things lots of rolling (laughs) and (laughs) lots of rolling and and waiting for openings to chop at stuff yeah especially when you're on harder modes and that Mm -hmm. actually was quite good for me but but yeah I think that's definitely a thing that's changed for me before I, I would be very hesitant to notch it down mm. a level but um now if especially if i want to finish a game i'm you know if there's like a no combat option i'm all for it so i played D- dragon age um mo- many of the dragon age games multiple times now mm. and now when i want to just explore the other storylines i just do it in story mode yeah <laughs> so i just skip all the stupid combat except for some of the bosses because I quite like that. But then I switch, because mm. I know the bosses are coming, yeah. I'll, I'll flip it back on, and then yeah. I'll go through the boss battle, and then I'll flip mm. it back again. Because I don't want to have to go through sort of, you know, massive groups of mobs and stuff that just seem to come out of nowhere and be mm-hmm. mostly just filler. Yes. I'm more about that's story. Kind of not that interesting. Yeah. Um, what about you? <clears throat> Any Anything that's changed? Yeah, so I hadn't really thought about this. Over Christmas, I was in Colorado visiting my father, and... Um, you know, we get togethers with with uh, friends of the family and things like that. And one of my father's friends said, "You know, you oh, you, you know, are you still playing video games?" I was like, "Yeah, of course I am." You know, oh, you know, you probably still you you probably 
wouldn't approve of, um, you know, how I play video games. And I was just like, what? And he was like, well, um, you know, I, I play a female character in World of Warcraft. And I was just like, oh. So, and I remembered actually uh, a much younger version of myself. So back when EverQuest was, was first released, um, just being really angry at men who would play female characters oh. because for a couple of reasons. One, I saw a lot of men doing it and pretending to be women to exploit uh, other people for stuff. Yep, yep. And yep. I was really angry about that. I used to get angry about that And too. I was just like, that is ridiculous. There is no way that this person is, you know, like really? this is yeah. awful. <laughs> and they, you know, whereas I didn't, act that way I didn't ask for stuff I just you know wanted to play the game and people were constantly harassing me and you know asking me if I was a real girl because what it did was it built up um it built up bad expectations of what women actually who play the game what they would be doing in what they want Yeah. yeah exactly and it was it was just miserable and I you know I was very badly harassed and at one point and um it's just a really miserable experience for me. And I basically laid the blame of all of that on, you know, men who play female characters. Um, and I had, and I had said something about this to him and I just said, okay. And I stopped for a minute and I, uh, and you know, we were all just sort of sitting around having beer. And I said, why do you play female characters? He was like, Oh, um, I play in third person and I would just rather, Look at a female character and a male character. (laughs) And I said, yeah. And he said, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to be pervy. I I just don't, I'm not really interested in looking at the backside of a man. And I went, oh, well, I guess that's fine. Yeah. You know, because at the time I was just like, all of these guys are jerks and they're horrible and everything else. And I knew, I knew women who played male characters so that they wouldn't get harassed like I did. Yeah. Because I was harassed, thing. I was stalked, there were all these other problems. And I knew, you know, and you would meet people at cons and be like, oh, you're a woman. Holy crap. It's funny about those, because there's a lot of stereotypes about what sorts of characters you choose in those games too. Yes. Right? So in Final Fantasy XI, if you chose a cat girl character, you were pretty much, it was guaranteed you were a guy. They used to call them... So what? That, yeah. Because... No, the, the, okay, so in the game they called Mithra, right? Yeah. This is the name of the race. And people used to call them manthras because it was always because they were the sexy character. Oh. And so usually men who were pretending to be women would pick cat girl characters and pretend to be women. Mm. And they were the but everyone would joke, oh, they're just a manthra, right? So I actually had a couple of female friends who liked to play cat girl characters because yeah. Well, I played one, but I also played a, a rogue, a femme rogue. But but, but cat, <laughs> no, this is eleven, so they were. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, and and uh, yeah, so cat girls. Cat girl characters, like, you know, who doesn't want to play a cat girl character? I wanted to, except for the fact that there was this stigma right, associated with right. them. And, I mean, there still is, really. I mean, you, you get the Final Fantasy fourteen. There's yeah. a lot of men who play the cat girl characters mm. in that as well. Mm. And, uh, and 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 there was a lot of that going on in Final mm. Fantasy eleven. And and I knew several women who played male characters for similar reasons. Yes. I played a Taru, and nobody can tell what gender Taru is. No, anyway. yeah, it's, so much, was, it's it's like that with um, Asura to some extent in yeah. in, in Guild Wars two. It's like yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So I mean, it, I wasn't I wasn't hassled that much. I was more hassled in in by people who knew that I was a girl and like yes. a woman in real life. Yes. And that was actually who I tended to get hassled by yeah. is, is guys who were thirsty for that, whatever that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Anyway, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, so, my, so I think that's a good... My opinion has kind of changed on that. And and there are other reasons that you mentioned, like maybe maybe playing a character of a different sex or gender, whatever, like that, or... or like. Maybe it's helpful for people. Yeah, maybe it, it's useful. It's perfect to and have an escapist kind of. Yes, deal and I, as that's well. perfectly healthy, I think. And but that's a conclusion that I've reached only on kind of reflection and, and thought and, and experience. Um, not, you yeah, know, because at the time when I was much younger, oh, I was yeah. just like, screw yeah. you, like you're one of them. Well, to be to be fair, back back when back when we were 
that age to mm-hmm. playing those sorts of games mm-hmm. too there wasn't really the um knowledge of like how games were being used by trans people for example to yeah exp- exactly. to, to see what it might be like to be a different yeah. gender for reasons and, that i'm much more sympathetic to yeah absolutely yeah. i mean and and that just never really kind of came up really yeah. and so so that wasn't really the we weren't working with that knowledge in mind no no so, and 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 also when you see I was a quite lot ignorant of, of that. yeah absolutely me too I was very very ignorant of many 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 oh, things oh me too <laughs> but life is a learning experience it sure is and 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 uh, you know I mean when you're in what your late teens early twenties you're still learning a load of stuff <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah but I mean I think yeah these I'm are, still learning oh absolutely every day every day yeah no absolutely you're absolutely right I do mm-hmm. learn every day and I like to learn things every day because. That's kind Wouldn't of life you know, just be incredibly boring. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Oh, on that slightly depressing note, um, <laughs> why is it depressing? No, about life mm. being boring, I suppose. But anyway, um, have you got any other uh, opinions? Oh, I think um, I think that was my uh, main. That was your big main opinion big... that had changed. Yeah. yeah, cool. Well, if you've got any big opinions that you'd like to share with us that we can potentially reflect upon yes. in future episodes. Also, we will be at PAX East. Yay! Yay! So please come and visit us at our booth. We will be the Ask an Ethicist booth. Yes. Hosted by the Diversity Lounge. The Diversity Lounge. Yes, we'll be in the Diversity Lounge at PAX East, which you may know us from anyway. Um, We're more than happy to talk. Maybe we should get some swag. (gasps) Yes. I love swag. Yeah, let's like, we'll get some swag. We'll done. do something. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. You're, very, be... you're very good at, at, at finding out yeah, swag. Yes, <laughs> as I... long as it gets printed correctly. <laughs> so mad. We'll get okay. Some, we'll get some. We'll, we'll sort some swag out, and and so come I'm by so and say hi and pick up some swag of whatever. I, I don't know. We'll do up. something. But yes. it can't be Human Brain Project this year. I'm sorry to say because this year I'm going for the CCSR. Yes, you are. Yeah. So our centre is actually uh, sending us, which yeah, is very nice. Of which them. is excellent. Thank you very much to De Montfort University's uh, research funding program that yeah, allows no. us to travel to these things. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. we're very grateful. <laughs> we, we have a great time and yeah. So please come and see us. We're hoping to get a panel as well. Yes, um, on uh, AI and ethics yeah, in video we're, games. We're gonna we've got to wait and see still. Yep. Fingers um, crossed. But yeah, we'll let you know when that's likely to be. And as always, if you like our stuff, please support us on Patreon, and that means we can probably buy some swag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know you're talking about swag. You can see the look on my face, being like, "Ha ah, ah, ha ah, ha." That's okay. Ah, I'll, I'll, we'll I'll, figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. I'm good at finding money, <laughs> and I'm good at finding swag. So between the two of us, we'll we will have it swag. Out. Yep. Mm. Um, so yes. Yeah, so we'll we'll please do support us. Uh, we're at Patreon.com/slash/NotJustAGame. Even a dollar an episode will really help towards production costs yes. and that. So. Uh, thanks very much to Emma for doing our uh, editing for us. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Emma. Um, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Not Just a Game podcast. The music is Hot Machine Cold Surface by Ben Prunty from OC Remix. Graphics are from the Noun Project. The recording of a quiet. This has been a test of the emergency quiet system. Please refer to your local Quaker group for more information on silence. That's That's actually 100% genuine. Yeah, I really like that. I think you should offer that to the Quakers. (laughs) 